Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the latest Out Podcast, our NFL podcast. Now, I have to apologise, right at the start, there is technical difficulties in this one. No idea what happened. Audio drops out my end, and as the person recording the audio, that's an amazing thing to have happen. Luckily, Paul and our guest, Matt, managed to... uh, keep the ship right and get us through to the end but yes there will be uh, have to be some investigations into that one before we start please do consider like share subscribe and comment drop any reviews you want to drop and share the podcast around if you've got an nfl fan in your life send them this podcast right let's get started here we go this is cookie cast laces out Recording in progress. Paul, as soon as we share hosting duties on this, why don't you lead us off? <laughs> well, well, well. I'll certainly do, I'll do my best, Mr. Cook. Welcome in. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to your weekly instalment of NFL-based chatter. Um, we're going to go through the, uh, the results of week 14. Look ahead to week 15. Little cyber action, little stats action, maybe a little bit of banter across the road and stuff like that. We'll see what happens. Obviously, I'm here, Mr. Cook. You've already heard his voice, you've already seen his face. We're joined this week by another guest making his second appearance on the podcast this, uh, this, uh, this season. It is San Francisco 49ers fan, Mr. Matthew Moore. How are you, sir? Good. Well, you know, worried that the injury case might catch me at some point, but um, I, I mean, just having any sort of affiliation to that that club, that area, must just come with you know checking both sides before you cross the street. Any day Double. now, any day now, they're going to designate you as their quarterback, and uh, your days are going to be numbered. I'm afraid. I'll, I'll like twist my knee driving my car or something like that, and it'll just be that'll be it done for the season. Torn ACL out for the season, damn it. Almost exclusively. But we'll, um, we'll get to that later, later on. But uh, yes, so, Matt's been on this uh, on this uh, this podcast already this season, so there's no season-long predictions to go through. So we'll just dive straight in with week 14's picks that we had last week, and we'll see which of the, uh, which of the people that made those picks won the week. So... It was myself and Andy making the, the usual uh, the usual selections as always, and our guest was uh, a first timer. It was a first time appearance, not in the flesh, but from a predictions perspective, of one Mister James Williams. He had submitted his predictions. Let's see how we got on. So, in third slash last place, with six out of thirteen selections correct, it is. This guy, right here, has sadly let down by the Raiders, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Titans, the Seahawks, Buccaneers, and Dolphins. Terrible. Six out of 13 selections correct. 
That means seven out of 13 selections incorrect. Less than halfway, poor form, Mr. Williams. In joint first place, with seven out of 13 selections correct, it is a tie, ladies and gentlemen, but sharing the point this week in his first appearance on the podcast is Mr. James Williams and shares them with co-host Mr. Andrew Cook. Uh, James made a cracking start to the week. He had the Rams to beat the Raiders, where Andy did not. So Andy was let down by the Raiders, the Vikings, the Titans, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins. Whereas James was let down by the Vikings, the Steelers, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Cardinals, and the Texans. For one, for for, a, for about three and a half quarters, he looked like he had made an inspired pick by taking the Texans to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And I was going to text you and say, has, has he just pulled this out of his ass? <laughs> but no, the Cowboys rallied, came back in the fourth quarter, and got the dub to make it 10, 10 wins for the season, I believe. Or possibly nine. There are a couple of wins behind the year the Eagles is on. So, what does that do for the season-long scores, I hear you ask? It does move the guest onto four points total for the season. Andy moves to four and a half points total for the season. And I'm still in the lead on six and a half points. Four weeks of the regular season left. All to play for. All to play for. Anyone could win this. Stand with the guest this week. Obviously, something that we will have to cover is the fact that one, James Williams, has A, made predictions, B, tied for first place for the week, Let's face it. There's only there's only one step left, and that is in the flesh appearance. We all know it's three strikes, and then you're on in this one. <laughs> well, uh, we'll just have to we'll have, we'll have to put it to the listeners and the, and the viewers if if they want to see it. We'll have to make it happen. Take so, to Twitter. Uh, definitely start... got in your head. He's the only person who's been able to fluster you and get in your head to kind of absolutely kind of ruin your predictions as well. Terrible. I obviously let him rattle me, and uh, I can't, I can't, I can't allow that to happen. Probably so. came on, called you dickhead, and all that kind of thing. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. What a one, one absolute shit stain. So, side bet week fourteen. Andy had selected the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Cleveland Browns. Big tick. The Buffalo Bills to beat the New York Jets. Big tick. He did have the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Panthers. There's no point there, I'm afraid. And, somewhat surprisingly, he had taken the Vikings to beat the Lions. Now, not a lot of people would have said that that would have been a, uh, a loss a, a loss in the loss column there. Vikings with a chance to clinch the division. Absolutely bottled it. What can you say? So, moving into the week, Andy was on 31 points. I was on 37 points. Andy moves to 33. That is not season. what I was looking for. Not ideal. I had taken the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Broncos. I mean, that's just like shooting fish in a barrel, wasn't it, to be honest with you? I had also taken the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Houston Texans. So that's two that I could have been sweating on there to a certain extent. Sadly, I did have the Raiders to beat the Rams. Uh-uh. No good. Baker Mayfield, he's clearly the best quarterback of all time. What was I thinking? And another surprising one, 
after nine straight seasons of not being able to get the job done, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Tennessee Titans. Oh dear. Paulie had the Tennessee Titans. That's a big cross right there. So, I also got two out of the four selections correct, moving me on to 39 points for the season. So, that six-point gap remains. <sighs> so, it still balls in my court so much. Somewhat, some you might say, for the side bet, but Listen, all it takes is one horrendous week from me and one perfect week from Andy, and it's right back in. Bed. And and we keep and we keep saying that obviously time is running out. I feel that it's probably getting out of reach at this at this stage of the season, but it will just take. And I mean, you know, some of those games that you read out there, they were banker games, and apparently weren't because this season is just weird. So anything can happen. Nothing could happen. We'll soon see. We absolutely will, sir. So, that is week 14 from a predictions perspective, wrapped up and done. Just to finish it off, though, we do have some stats about week 14 that we're going to go through right now. So, unlike me, who screeched in at the la- at the at the last minute with some predictions this week, the stats mistress was well on the bobby and delivered some delicious stats now it's one of those weeks where there's only 12 so i've divided that between the three of us but those 12 are whoppers i think at this stage of the season the the stats just get bigger and bigger um these are the week 14 stats for the 2022 season brought to us by the stats mistress and brought to her by nate davis of usa today the stat number one goes a little bit like this. Philly. Now 12-1. and one. Became the first team this season to clinch a playoff berth. Demolishing the NFC East rival New York Giants. 48-22. And has two more wins than any other club. Sunday, Hertz became the first quarterback to rush for double-digit touchdowns in consecutive seasons. Yet another bullet point on his growing MVP resume. I did see the uh, the, the lineup for the for the MVP race at this point in time, and that is it's going to be some tough picking in that. Number two, in the other conference, the Kansas City Chiefs just about locked down their seventh straight AFC West championship. And one more win or loss by the Chargers, they beat Miami on Sunday night, will seal the deal. Whenever it's official in terms of league history, the Chiefs division reign will trail only the New England Patriot 11-year dominance. 2009 to 2019 of the AFC East. Number three, Travis Kelsey's 71 receiving yards gave him 10,045 for his career. Only four of the tight ends in NFL's 103 seasons have surpassed the 10,000 yard plateau. Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, and Jason Witten. Kelsey also reached 1,000 yards for the seventh consecutive season, extending his own record among tight ends. He is legit, ladies and gents. 
final for me. Although the Chiefs took the win, Mahomes was being outplayed by Broncos counterpart Russell Wilson, who was having probably his finest game. 247 yards, 3 touchdown passing, 57 yards rushing in a Denver uniform until he was knocked out in the fourth quarter after getting driven headfirst into the turf at the end of a 14-yard scramble that appeared to leave him dazed. Did you guys see the lump that was very quickly revealed while he was sat on the sidelines? It looked like he had a golf ball glued to the side of his head. Um, it's one of those, yes, he was he was driven, in, what does it say, driven headfirst into the turf. Honestly, at points in, the, in this season, I'm surprised that it wasn't a Broncos player that did it, because they're, they're not. Not his, not his biggest fans, I don't think. Um, Paul, I believe it's over to you. Well, we continue the stats. And what a shame. Tom Brady's homecoming to Northern California was ruined by the San Francisco 49ers. How dare they? The Niners... Pillaged the NFC South leading books 35 to 7, leaving them with a precarious one game lead over the Carolina Panthers and idol Atlanta Falcons in the division. Brady threw a pair of INTs, and dare we say it, occasionally looked like a player who should consider not playing in 2023. Sunday's loss to the Niners rookie Brock Purdy was TB12's first to an opposing quarterback making his first NFL start. Brady had previously been 6-0 in such instances. I carry on. With the Minnesota Vikings, 10-3, failed to join Philadelphia in the NFC playoff field. For now. And missed a chance to stop the NFC North by losing to the Detroit Lions on Sunday. The Vikes will almost certainly claim the divisional throne, but their Week 2 loss to the Eagles effectively puts them three games behind in the race for home field advantage. First round post-season by. Is it easy to say that they're possibly the worst 10-3 and 3 team that's ever been? I was about to say, I saw a tweet at the weekend that said the Vikings are the worst 10-3 and 3 team <laughs> in history. And I was like, I mean, that is just amazing tweet writing right there. That is bang on. On, on top of that, if they were 9-3, and 3, they'd be the worst 9-3 and 3 team ever as well. Just on DVOA. They, they are shocking. Terrible. I mean, it's like, I'm pretty sure they've got a negative points differential. So, obviously, they've won their games very closely and been blown out in the losses. So... They, they, they give a lot of garbage time or, like, their second half. I think their, like their half-and-half statistics are, if you were a betting person... You'd bet on them to win the first half and lose the second half, but win the game. Yeah, kind of thing. that would be the bet that you would do with that because they just—I don't know what they do. They just seem to—I don't know—they just go into their shell or what. But they are not a good second half no. team. No, not at all. Uh, continuing on, keep an eye on Detroit six and seven. Winners of five of the past six. The Lions can become the first team since the playoffs expanded in 1990 to reach the postseason, despite a 1-6 and six start. And finally for me, 
the expected the expected ascendance of Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence continues. The top draft, uh, sorry, the top pick of the 2021 draft, throwing for a career best 368 yards on a bad wheel, and matched his personal best with a trio of touchdown strikes in a victory over the Tennessee Titans. A horrid 36-22 loss to the Jags kept an ugly week for the Titans, who combined had five turnovers. Not great in Tennessee. Passing it over to you to take us home, Mr Moore. Right. It is way too soon to know if quarterback Mike White is the Jets' long-term answer under centre given the continued presence of former number one overall draft pick Zach Wilson and White's own expiring contract. But no discounting but no discounting White's toughness, he absorbed a slew of vicious shots on Sunday, two that folded him like a cheap Bills Mafia table, and landed him landed him in the hospital after the game as a precautionary measure. Yet he came back from both hits and missed only a few snaps despite his barbecued ribs. Those shots were vicious. I saw <laughs> and I saw a com- as well. You were just like, oh my god. I saw a comment that said this is legally the hardest you can hit a quarterback. <laughs> I saw that tweet, and it was one of the ones where you just you could watch it back a hundred times, and I imagine you'd see something different on his body just leaving. He like, was folded. Like his he, he was left his folded body. his His heart. mortgage repayments left his body. <laughs> like his, his childhood sweetheart left his body. He just got absolutely nailed. And it was that one, like, you just wanted to sort of freeze frame it and just slow it down and just watch him. Just, like, he goes from, like, this to that. <laughs> In about one-tenth of a second, he gets absolutely ruined. Anyway, carry on. Speaking of um, Jets quarterbacks or former Jets quarterbacks, in the battle of former Jets quarterbacks, Sam Donald's Panthers got the better of Geno Smith's Seattle Seahawks, 30-24. He's quite looking surprisingly competent, Donald. Um, a very nice Sunday for the Washington Commanders. Heels up during their bye week. They rose from 8th to 6th place. Good for the second wild card in the NFC standings, courtesy of losses by the Giants and Seahawks. And last but not least, everybody's favourite quarterback. Uh, as per... Shortest for a new starting quarterback in at least 27 years. But it is worth noting that quarterback John Wolford was actually credited with the win for LA because he merely took the first three offensive snaps and didn't throw a pass before giving way to Mayfield on Thursday night. Excellent stuff. Like we said before... The goal has entered SoFi Stadium. I would love to see Baker Mayfield's passer percentage for completions in that game. My word. I, I, did they gain yardage on any play that wasn't handed <laughs> off? He was catastrophic in that game. And then, the next day, our Baker Mayfield, he's the Messiah. He played terribly. 
yet managed to win the game. So that's all that matters. A win's a win. As they said in Fast and Furious, a win is a win. Mario Kart tell you all about it as well. And whether you're good <laughs> at the game or not, as long as you win... There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is week 14. Done, dusted, bored, wrapped, sorted, under the tree, ready for some unsuspecting sap to do with it what they need to. We move on to week 15, and we have all made our predictions, so we'll rattle through these games nice and quickly, just so there's a side bet left for me and Andy to go through, and then send you on your merry way, ladies and gentlemen. So, we open the week with the San Francisco 49ers, Matthew Moore's San Francisco 49ers, no less, taking <laughs> on the intradivisional Seattle Seahawks, and I believe... If they win this, the 49ers will clinch the division. So how do we think this is going to go? So we, so Andy and Matt think we have a clinching scenario and they've gone for the 49ers. I think the Seahawks might just get this one done as it's in their house. They don't like the 49ers. Do you know, 49ers do you know, do you know why I went with the 49ers? Because you just can't guarantee that the Seahawks are going to get it done. It seems like this season, every time you've looked at a game and gone, Seahawks are going to get this one, they lose. And the rest of the time, they're doing fine. The 49ers, on the other hand, banged up beyond belief, yet still getting it done. That's That was, that was the way I thought it through and went, I'm going to have to go with the 49ers. I'm going to jinx it now. But the thing with the 49ers is, is that the the def, the defence is scary. Yeah. And they've not got any injuries on the defence. I heard a clip of a radio four show. Four or five of them go out to the, this weekend, but the defence is just scary. I heard and, a clip of a radio show where Brady was saying that they've got the number one defence. Like, really? Doesn't surprise me. The next three games we've got, are the Saturday slot of games for the first time this season. So, we have, and they're all consensus picks. We've all picked the same way on this one. We've all got the Vikings to beat the Colts, the Ravens to beat the Browns, and the Bills to beat the Dolphins. We then move back to the Sunday slate of games. Myself and Andy have taken the Saints to beat the Falcons, whereas Matt has got the Falcons in that one. We've all taken the Steelers to beat the Panthers. We've all taken the Eagles to beat the Bears. The Chiefs to beat the Texans. The Cowboys to beat the Jaguars. Next up, Matt and Andy both think the Jets will bounce back against the Detroit Lions, whereas I think the Lions are riding a bit of a crest of a wave and we'll get the job done in that one. Next up, we've got the Denver Broncos at home to the Arizona Cardinals. Matt and Andy both think that, that Colt McCoy is going to lead the Cardinals to a win now that um, Kyler Murray's done for the season with his torn ACL. I think that coming off the back of his probably his best result, his, his best uh, game as a Bronco, I think uh, Russell Wilson will probably get the win in this one, although the Broncos are out of the playoff running now, so they might is start. It, is, isn't Wilson injured, though, as well? I thought he didn't leave the game early on. 
Yeah, um, he, took, he took a he took a knock to the head and had a that, massive. That was, bump. that was my thinking in that one. Also, by now, finished. also by now, we'll have booked his uh, off-season holiday, and that's all he'll be thinking about: making sure it's splashed all over social media so that everybody knows that he didn't go to the playoffs so he could go on. Moving on. Next up, we have the new the Las Vegas Raiders. Matt and Andy both think the Patriots will do this one. I think the Raiders will bounce back and get themselves back in the win column here. And then to round out the week, we have all taken the Chargers to beat the Titans, the Bengals to beat the Buccaneers, the Commanders to beat the Giants on the Sunday Night Football, and then on the Monday Night Football, we've all got the Packers to take care of business against the Los Angeles Rams. That is your week 15 slate of games. Andrew. Yes. That just leaves us with the side bet. So, I know what you're going to ask me. Would you like to go first or second? I'm I'm absolutely going first. And I know what you're thinking. Damn it, I've just lost out on picking the Bills. But you're wrong. If you want the Bills, take them. Because I will be taking the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Chicago Bears. Eagles. Interesting. Do you know why? Because although I put down the although I put down the Bills to win that game, I think that game's got shithousery all written all over it. Anyway, carry on. Absolutely. So my first pick. I think I will go for Let's have a look at Yeah. I'll have the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Houston Texans. Absolutely. I will back that up with The Dallas Cowboys to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, which was absolutely going to be your second pick, and I'm, so not, two, sir. I'm annoyed because that's the one I, that I was going to go for. Everything gets a little bit dicey from this point on. So Minnesota Vikings to beat the Indianapolis Colts, please. Obviously, now you need me to pick another one. Nice. Uh, I mean, that 49ers situation, the Raiders. So, I don't know if my internet is still picking up anything, 
No, no, I, I think I think it was I think it's on Andy's end because I couldn't hear him. Ah, right. So we can't hear you. I uh, I believe Andy was saying that he um, was taking the Ravens to beat the Browns. We can see his lips moving, ladies and gentlemen, but no sound is coming through. You can fill in the... Uh, <laughs> the, the cool oh, my God. It, it's, literally, it's literally that episode of The Simpsons where Mo just basically sort of like goes, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so, we may... <laughs> He's going to type it up on his screen now to tell us what's going on. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> so just if you just nod, you're taking the Saints. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. My last two. Hmm. So did you pass on the Ravens? I'll have the Ravens to beat the Browns then, please. As much as it pains me to say it, because, you know, F Baltimore and all that. Um, and my final pick, yeah, they're at home. I'll go for the Bills to beat the Dolphins, which just leaves you, sir, to give us your final selection. Do it in a charade so we can work it out. <laughs> <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So just to clarify, ladies and gentlemen, we have Andy has taken the Eagles to beat the Bears, the Vikings to beat the Colts, the Saints to beat the Falcons, and the Bengals to beat the Bucks. I've got the Chiefs to beat the Texans, the Cowboys to beat the Jags, the Ravens to beat the Browns, and the Bills to beat the Dolphins. As he's not able to, I will just thank Mr. Moore for joining us this week. On the podcast, to give us his selections and talk you through some delicious stats. On behalf of the mute, Mr. Cook, thank you all for joining us this week to break down week 14 and look forward to week 15 of the NFL season. We'll all ask you to join us again next week where Andy's voice box may have returned to him <laughs> and he may be able to say the words... Thank you for joining us. We'll see you all next week, ladies and gentlemen. But for now, it's tatty bye. Bye. So there we go. Big, big apologies from me for the technical difficulties. Not really sure what's happened there, but hopefully not too much of a disruption. Big thank you to Paul and Matt for keeping us on track. And a big thank you to you for listening or watching and sticking with us through these technical difficulties. Please consider like, share, subscribe and comment. I know it doesn't always run smoothly, but sometimes it does. If you want to check out our website, it's thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. Even if it's just to tell us how terrible our technical difficulties are. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. You've just-
just listened to, listen to another, another episode, episode of Cookie Cast. Thanks, Thanks for listening. listening.